evening daylight burners. As you've probably heard, uh, on December 30th, there was a young twister by the name of Sandy Cooper Black. Uh, he had some bad luck. He ended up breaking his back during bronc ride. And uh, we're pretty unsure this moment, but we do know that he's got a very long road to recovery ahead of him. And uh, there's been a Facebook page set up for him as well as a GoFundMe account to help with the expenses that are to come. As well, I've set up an auction over at my Facebook page, Prairie Wind Hat Works. And uh, what you're bidding on is a 100% custom Beaverfeld hat in a camel color. And it started today. It'll be ending January 22nd at 5 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Uh, we're rooting for you, Sandy. 100% of the proceeds are going to go towards the recovery and and other expenses related to uh, getting you back on your feet. So thanks to Matt for having us on again and move your ass. We're burning daylight. Snuffy, cold chill up your spine. Go get your ass moving somewhere, burning daylight. Howdy there, I'm Matt McKinley, and we're burning daylight. Welcome to Burning Daylight, the only podcast for the working cowboy. Well, what's up, Daylight Burners? We're, we're headed north of the border once again. Uh, my buddy Samson, Sam Squanch over there, uh, master hat maker. Uh, I like that stash, dude. The, the Thanks, stash bro. is coming in real nice. Thank you. Are there any Canadians that are unable to grow a beard, or is that, is that kind of a requirement? No, it's pretty much a rite of passage. Yeah, kind of um, even even the women up here, it's it's nuts. Yeah, <laughs> well, you, know, you got to take the good with the bad, right? Though. Yeah, right. It keeps you warm. You got pros and cons, right? <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm far too Mexican to ever be Canadian. Like I I got the a hellacious stash and the goatee goes pretty good, but like the rest of it doesn't really connect very well. It, there's patches. Right, yeah. yeah, I'm missing and, the uh, patch, right? But- like I got like a reverse Hitler going on there. Nothing grows right in the middle here. <laughs> I, I almost had that when I when I had chicken pox. I, I never got chicken pox till I was a senior in high school. Jesus and, uh, Christ. <laughs> yeah. My my nephew who was like I don't know, three at the time got it. And yeah, so I had to stay home from school for two weeks. And it really wasn't bad. Like it didn't itch that that much. I just couldn't go to school and the only scar I got from it was right here. Like right uh, in a little indention on, you know, that middle part of your, your upper lip. Yeah. Like right there is the only scar that I had. And luckily the rest of my stash is, is long enough to cover it. So you look officially good. Mexican. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Checks out. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I, I'll pass that Mexican test just about every time until they ask me to speak Spanish. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> so there's bueno and cerveza and that's about it taco. <laughs> hey, tacos am i right amigo and like, tacos, Look at tacos hey. yeah <laughs> we're pretty easy to we're pretty easy to, to uh, you know Hell yeah we're, we're easy to sway you know absolutely yeah i uh what's what's the taco situation up in up in canadia is there there's some good places or is it pretty pretty sparse seldom i'm i'm pretty lucky where i'm at so i'm in 
pinch i'm just east of pincher creek which is like right in the corner of alberta bc and montana mm-hmm. and uh there's this little joint about 20 minutes 15 20 minutes to the south of me in twin butte alberta um and it's just the general store there mexican restaurant run by jenny nice. and phil just a little shout mm-hmm. out and uh they run the best mexican food restaurant around hands down hell yeah yeah yeah, it's, and I've uh, had real Mexican food, and it's like it's like next to it. It's it's awesome. Nice. That's that's good. That's good. Good Mexican yeah. food is um, it's kind of essential. That's that's one thing I think uh, that has done more to blunt racism than anything is food. Because like when you, when you talk Absolutely. about like you, you want to go to a, like a black person's barbecue and then talk shit on food there, <laughs> like, get the fuck out. You ain't talking shit yeah. on that food. <laughs> like that, that, that's. Right, and the, like you go to a quinceanera, you ain't talking shit on that food. Fuck off, yeah. <laughs> you know. Exactly. That, that's, yeah, you ain't talking shit on that food. No, no, you. No. It's no. uh, yeah. I think that's done more to help racism than anything. Is just, you know, the more the more people experience different types of poor people food, the better. All they're like, oh, totally. And then the, I, I like mean, it's hard to be pissed off eating Mexican food. It really is. Like they, uh, you just kind of got to have Yeah, I mean, they always have some sort of music going on at, uh, you know, especially like the good Mexican restaurants. It's like, it's whatever, you know, whatever Mexican pop station is on the radio, like that's playing yeah. in the background. And yeah. I, I've found that there's one way to figure a real authentic Mexican restaurant is that if you, you got to look around at the corners, the corners mm-hmm. and like any, kind of um fireplace mantle or whatever but if there is no statues like religious statues of like mm-hmm. little Jesus, you know like a baby jesus yeah. uh, anywhere that place is fake they're it's they're throwing they're giving you the runaround yeah yeah any real mexican restaurant has got to have the little baby jesus statue somewhere, somewhere. in there a little Mar- yeah, virgin or, mary or something or yeah. a, a crucifix somewhere mm-hmm. and um yeah and also, if they have an ice cream scoop and they're not serving ice cream, like run. That place is trash. If they're if they're it's serving sketchy. their beans with a, an ice cream scoop, that's sketchy. Nope. Yeah these these are the questions you gotta ask. Yeah, yeah. Like you you should still have a, not a lot of full, you know, untouched beans in your refried beans, but you should have some. Like absolutely, like a, a solid two to three percent of your bean portion should be full pinto beans. Well, that's, yeah, that's generous, but yeah, I'll, I'll give it that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause you don't, I, I mean, I guess technology has moved a lot. You know, like you get like one of those immersion blenders. You can, you can, you can fuck some shit up with that. You ain't getting any badass if, if you use one of those, but like, yeah, the, the old school Mexicans, they ain't using those. They're, they're still mashing them. And yeah, uh, yeah you're going to get some oh, full beans in there and that, but that's oh, how you know. Mexicano. Yeah, that's how you know it's going to be a good good restaurant. Like, Dang right. Write these things down, fellas. This is uh, this is essential, especially if you don't Eight live... Notes. In, <laughs> yeah, especially if you don't live in a place where there's, you know, good Mexican food just on, on every corner, like kind of where I... Where I grew up, where I live now, There's it's not hard to get good Mexican food. But there are places in the world where, Samson will tell you, Canada is not known for their good tacos. No, but there's a pretty good taco now and then. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Uh, How's how's the poutine in your in your your neck of the woods though? Okay, so that's funny too. So you everybody calls it poutine, right? But Mm -hmm. apparently, I learned this in college. Apparently, we're saying it wrong. We sound like a bunch of dumbass Southerners calling it poutine. Apparently, it's poutine. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. I still call it poutine, and. you know what? Now that you say that, I haven't had poutine in at least probably over a year. Uh, really? Oh, man. It's so good. But there's this place up in... Uh, okay, so there's this town where I went to college called Olds, Alberta. It's north of Calgary. Mm-hmm. And they got this restaurant there called Grumpy Dad... Or Grouchy Daddy's. And they have this drunken mushroom poutine. And it's like a wine-based gravy with mushrooms and the cheese curds mm. in there. Like a dancing orgy of yum in your mouth. That sounds awesome. I'd yeah. almost guarantee I would throw that up for whatever reason. 
but it, but oh, they're sauteed good. they're sauteed mushrooms. Oh yeah, not like oh, it's yeah. not like a cream yeah. of mushroom soup or anything. Like no, that. no, no, it's good. Okay. They know what's going. On. Yeah. Okay, because there's uh, like I like mushrooms and I like you know those like casseroles with cream of mushroom soup, but yeah, for for whatever reason, it just like my stomach does not like it, and I, I love the taste of it, but I'll almost every time I'll throw it up. I don't know why. Oh man, uh, that sucks. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, but I, I would, you know, it'd be worth it. I'd try that. I, I like good poutine. I, and I don't know Give if I've a ever had it. Yeah. And I'm not sure if I've ever had like a good authentic poutine. I've, I've, I've had some before, but you know, I, I've never, I've never been to like a Canadian restaurant. But I don't know. Oh yeah. There, there's even poutineries up here where like, that's all they serve is fucking poutine. <laughs> I, I love that that's <laughs> a word, a poutinery. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 i'm not even oh, shit that... yet we'll, we'll just skate down there you know yeah. fucking park our park our moose outside and, and fucking hit the poutinery Fuck a couple yeah, the poutinery that's that's yeah. the canadian <laughs> equivalent to a carnesseria yeah that's i love yeah, it exactly. <laughs> that maybe that'll be the the name of this episode is just uh just poutine poutineries <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah oh shit well uh is is covid over there is is it done up there or are they still the government mostly yeah mostly um i mean of course the you know world economic forum dumb fucks are still trying to threaten everybody with oh their restrictions could come back even though Mm. everybody's getting tired of them i think even the liberals are like no we're not gonna mask or put face diapers on anymore like it's just Mostly it's done. Like you're not being asked for, you know, your proof of your vaccination status or whatever anymore. You're not having to wear masks inside anymore. I'll still see older people wearing some masks, mm-hmm. um, in you know, in the Walmart or in wherever. But other than that, it's it's pretty toned down now. How about you guys? It, it's kind of the same way here. Like, of course, you know, in rural. I'm sure rural Canada was kind of the same way as rural America. Yeah. Where like, there's nobody really paid much attention to that shit after, especially after yeah. the the two weeks that they claimed, you know, two weeks to stop the spread. Exactly. After that two weeks, everybody who was kind of rational thinking, um, and stayed rational thinking, were like, hey, um, yeah. I think we're, I think we're good. Like, I didn't mind. Yeah. I didn't mind the the whole masking thing in in airplanes and stuff. Like it, it was annoying. Don't get me wrong. I didn't like it, but also I'm like, mm, I could see a point here. Like, probably not going to do a lot, but still, we're we're crammed in here pretty tight, and it is you know, not that it's uh, it wasn't near the the deadly strain of of uh. You know, it wasn't it wasn't the end of the world like they they made it out oh, to be, man. but still, you're like. Also, I'd rather not not get it from somebody else. You know, so it's like it well, makes I mean, sense I... at points, and um, but now it seems like we're finally back to like before pandemic when like you know like when avian flu or whatever was going around. Yeah, the people that were actually affected the most by it kind of took care like so now like it makes sense seeing old people and fat people with masks on because they're the they're the people that are the most affected by it and everybody else just going about their lives like that makes sense you know that's kind of how it should be yeah and i mean i had it a couple times and it wasn't any other different or it wasn't any different than any other cold i had my entire life same it wasn't nothing yeah other than uh losing my smell Everything else was just like it was very. You very lost mild. your smell. Yeah, for a couple months. It was weird. weird. It was so weird. I uh, I was like dicing up onions, and my and my eyes were just like rolling tears, and I could not smell a damn smell. thing. Couldn't really? smell a damn thing. I stuck That's my wild. head in my uh, in my smoker one time. Like yeah. I had it. Like I had it just rolling. I had uh cedar cherry and apple all all in my smoker and i just stuck my face in there you know i opened the smoke box and stuck my face in there for a good five seconds and same thing still had tears rolling down my face couldn't smell a goddamn thing nothing what a letdown wow it was so weird but like i could taste just fine 
I never did lose taste, but it was the smell. It was strangest thing. Um, huh. I don't know. Thanks a lot, uh, China and Fauci. I, I yeah. never, never would have had that experience without you. Yeah, good old Fauci uh, out. <sighs> what a guy. What a fucking guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't know. It seems like the federal government and a couple couple of liberal states are still like they're still holding on to those last vestiges of power mm-hmm. that they were able to assume over over the lockdown shit and then I think for the most it, part everybody's fucking done with it. I think so too. Um they're sick of it, no pun intended. Yeah, exactly. Um how how long you think this old Trudeau fella is gonna be in power up there? Is he is he's is he ever he gonna leave? Well, honestly, I'm surprised he hasn't been taken out yet. Yeah, I, uh, it seems like nobody likes him. I mean, like, I know you got no. your liberals that like him, but like, I know, like, half of I know a lot of liberals him. that even don't like him. Yeah. And, and his, like, people talk shit him on him on a world stage all the time, like, yeah. other world leaders and stuff. Like, he's not oh, very he's- well liked. He's a fucking goof. Yeah. He's an idiot. Like he is an absolute just fucking moron from what I can tell. You know. Honestly, I don't like I think it's kind of a similar situation with the Biden thing. Like my gut tells me he didn't get in there. He wasn't he wasn't, you know, truthfully voted in there. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> yeah well i know like when it when it comes down to the actual ballots i I don't buy the i don't buy the stop the steal stuff i have not seen anything uh convincing for me you know like but when it comes down to all the mail-in ballot bullshit yeah i it's one of those things where like if they're not going to repeal it the republicans are going to have to get real crafty on the the ballot harvesting they're going to have to <clears throat> from what I'm what I'm hearing from them is a lot of bitching about the rules and not and not doing anything to actually win. Um, yeah. But on on the other end of things where like the social media narrative, the media narrative and just like the whole psyop that they used. Oh yeah, if you if you want to and I yeah. That they they definitely stole an election in that that point of view, like, and I say stole it, but they I mean they they manipulated they it a lot, yeah, and Absolutely. and um, so yeah, I, but I but I think it's kind of the problem with boomers. They they see the problem of the election and they they go to the ballots and like ah they didn't have to change a single ballot, dude. They didn't have to no. change a, a damn one of them. They just uh, they suppressed what people could see. And uh, and demonized everybody else, and yeah, yeah I, and it was yeah, but everybody else thinks that just a simple election is going to change things. Nah, change no, that's no oh, shit needs to <laughs> yeah. actually change, and that goes beyond an election. Yeah, and yeah, we'll uh, we'll, we'll save maybe we'll save that for for the the Patreon bonus segment. So that, that's. We talk too much about that. We'll end up on on a list we don't need to be on. Right? Yeah. Well, on the hit list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. We we saw up there in Canada if they don't if they really don't like you, they don't have to kill you. They just shut off your bank account. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Seize all your shit and uh, and then just like, oh, sorry, nothing we can do about that. Yeah, that's why you need to use cash, folks. Keep cash on hand. Cash on hand is good, and learn how to barter too. That's another thing. Learn yep. how to barter. Trade good. Tra- trade good gear is good. Tra- yeah, yep. yeah. It's uh, <clears throat> and if you want to go on like the more on the lefty socialist side of things, use your labor too. Labor's worth something. Yeah. Fuck yeah! These things, <laughs> these little ten things, they'll earn you a lot mm-hmm. of money in your time. Um, what's the union? You guys are pretty heavily unionized up in Canada, aren't in like most of your uh, industries? Honestly, I think a fair bit of them, but I have no idea, man. I've never worked in a union. Me neither. I say I've got, um, oh, I need to, by the way, check it out. 
Natty Daddies. Natty Daddy, I like it, dude. Yeah, I was just we were just down in Great Falls, so I picked up some Natty Daddies. Eight percent, eight percent, eight percent, boy. No, nice. well, cheers to that. Matt. Cheers. Let's go. I, got, yeah. I still got the old buckskins, but oh, right on. I, I just, like it. I had some buddies over picking up a hat uh, just now, and they brought some some buckskins over, and we finished them off. So now I'm onto the natty daddies. Nice. My uh, yeah. my boss showed up, or I showed up one one day, and he had um, <clears throat> seven bottles of Crown from different vendors that showed up for you know holiday presents. So I ended up with a. A little bit of a little bit of free crown. Can't can't complain Fuck about crown. that. That's yeah. never a bad thing. Free's my favorite yeah. word. I'm half Dutch. So Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, you were uh you've been uh banging out some hats here lately, man. It seems like like doing my best. I'm right in the middle of finishing what's this, number two fifty nine. Nice. So hey, oh, yeah. yeah, it's it's been fun, man. I've I've had a lot of support from actually you Americans. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys are literally saving like thirty percent with our exchange rate right now. It's ridiculous. Um, we're at like seventy cents the dollar. So, um, yeah, oh, it's yeah. been great. A lot of local support, um, international support. I just sent a hat to Norway this week, which was pretty cool. Oh yeah, Norway. That was huh? How- I sent to Norway. How did they find you? Instagram. Yeah. No shit. No Samson shit. with yeah. a P. Samson with a P. Yes, man. Yes, sir. I, uh, yeah, I, I really accredit social media to a lot of my success with this hat thing. Um, because most of my orders are actually people I've never even met. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, most of the people that listen to this show are <laughs> people I've never met either. Like, there you go. They're, there's a lot of my buddies that that uh have listened to an episode or two and it's like yeah that's cool he's doing something and they never listen again but yeah it's, right social media is uh you know i i understand there's a lot of bad things that come with it but man it's treated me pretty good i can't i can't yeah. complain a whole lot yeah there's definitely some heavy pros and some heavy cons too but mm-hmm no it's it's been awesome like i'll even your podcast here i'll just i'll throw burning daylight on in the hat shop and just go to work and yeah i like it i like it good yeah it's it's awesome um how's the because you were you were kind of and maybe it was somebody else i talked to uh i think it was it was either you or lisa robinson i was i was asking about and uh and she she was i I think maybe it was Lisa that said she was really backed up on felt for a while. How, how's it, how's it looking up your way? Yeah, it's, it's tough getting felt right now. The market's pretty slim. And so there's a lot of demand and various little supplies. So you can know, you can imagine what that's doing to prices right now too. Um, oh yeah. Well, there's yeah, a like lot of with those, those felts come from Russia, don't they? Uh, no. So there is a manufacturer down in Tennessee. Okay. Um, and they're the, probably the biggest one in the States. Um, there's another one in Portugal. There's one in the Czech Republic. There's a few all oh, over, okay. but um, I really do like the ones in Tennessee, but they got new management. They quit taking new customers. And then, so it's, you know, being a smaller time hat maker, it's, it's tough because the bigger guys are the ones eating up all their orders and, and really, you know, feeding them the cash for their numbers on their felts. And so when, you know, I just say like, Hey, I'll need a dozen of this and six of these and three of these. And they're just kind of like, yeah, whatever, you know? So Mm -hmm. it's tough to definitely tough to get felt like, especially with our exchange rate right now, like my, um, my supplier, he's in the States. And so with our exchange rate plus shipping, like a lot of people don't realize a good 30 to 40% of my price, like my price of a hat that I fork over to the customer is actually my cost in the felt body alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jeez. So the beaver market is really tough right now. Um, and it's, it's weird. Cause it's like, it's weekly. The beaver market's just like a roller coaster for, for felt. So I really, I don't know. I'm not, 
much of a trapper myself, so I, I don't know uh, the ins and outs of actually the, the raw goods, but um, the guy I day work for, he is. So I get a little bit of insight from him. So. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. My, my father-in-law, um, he used to trap a lot and he, he does, he's got a couple of traps out this year, but like mm-hmm. he, he used to be like Dan Hartman style where he'd, he'd go out for, for the winter and like, he'd just trap, you know, <clears throat> just, just run miles and miles and miles of traps. And, and, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's crazy. It's such a kind of an antiquated profession, but when, <laughs> when you, when you stop and think about it, you're like, and we use a lot of pelts. Yeah. We don't even, we don't even realize the same way with like the, you know, like the cow hides, you know, there's a lot of guys uh-huh. that want to want them for the raw hide, whatever. But like when you was, there's, there's a lot of people who just throw out a, a hide when you have a, have a beef butchered and you're like, man, that's, yeah. that's a lot of money you just throw away. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, that's, yeah, not only that being just raw, but even like you look around, if you're ever in the city, you know, in wintertime, there's always people wearing the, you know, fur felt kind of parkas or fur mm-hmm. felt or toques or whatever. People don't realize like a lot of that's coyote. Yeah. Yeah. You know? it, it is. And, uh, well, I mean, cause from, for all the, the technological advances we use, like natural fiber still, uh, yeah. wicks moisture the best and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and insulates the best. It just, yeah. So whether, whether, you know, whether it's coyote or wool or whatever it is, like that that natural yep. fiber is, that's where it's at. I mean, <clears throat> like a good pair of wool socks is, you know, like you can't you can't live very far north without a good pair of wool socks. Dang right, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know, it's it's wild, but um, so I, I guess business has been pretty good for you though here here been steady i'm yeah i'm full-time making hats since last october like october 2020 uh, i guess it'd be one um yeah holy shit it's 2023 already yeah so a little over a year i've been doing the hat thing full-time along with uh just day trash work um hell yeah you know one of my neighbors he lives just four miles from me i'll do a bunch of day work for him uh looking after his his herd and then kind of just whoever calls here and there too but mostly it's it's hats and it's been really good keeps my head above water yeah it helps that i'm tall you know for yeah that. yeah that 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 works um <laughs> <laughs> no that's that's awesome man uh like Thank i you. know i know that shit's got to be kind of stressful at times if you ain't got any orders coming yeah. in but it's also it was be weird yeah amazing. like totally november i was caught up for the first time ever and it was it was strange like i wake up in the morning and i'm like okay now what the fuck do i do like <laughs> hey guys i'm over here you know yeah but also like that's still awesome like you you kind of you know control your own destiny too that's 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 it's that's cool it's really good man i i've always you know i never i never thought i'd work for myself but i always kind of had a little bit of an itch to um you know i I was always always the guy that had to be given a job you know like i've i've roughnecked on the oil rigs um i'm a heavy duty mechanic by trade i've got my agribusiness degree and worked numerous different (laughs) positions that and then I just, you know, worked lots of different farms and ranches. And I was kind of like, I think the times now, like the hat thing finally picked up f- far enough and deep enough where it was like, okay, this is actually viable uh, mm-hmm. as a endeavor. And so it was like now or never. So went with it. And uh, yeah, it's been working out really good since. And I, the, probably the, my favorite part is I don't set an alarm anymore. It's awesome. Yeah. So I just, I'll wake up and wake up and just, that's the thing about it is I don't have to go to work for eight and then close down shop at five, right? Like I'll work mm-hmm. as long as I want to. You know, most nights I'm up till 10 or 11 at night working, making on, working on hats. And, um, it's, it's sweet. So if I have to go to town, you know, at three o'clock on a Tuesday, I just go, I don't need to ask anybody or ask yeah. time off. It's, set my own schedule 
yeah, it's 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 all right. Yeah, that's um, <clears throat> I'm not quite there yet, but I'm I'm about as close as you can be and and still be employed by somebody else. You know, like <clears throat> yeah. Are you still working at feed yard? Yes, sir. Yeah, they. <clears throat> Until I can I can podcast full time and and uh, make the same amount of money I'm I'm at this feedlot they treat me really good and it's That'd be uh, cool. man I don't uh, I don't enjoy working with uh, with Holsteins per se but they <sighs> they allow me to work a pretty sweet gig <laughs> so <clears throat> I tolerate them just fine. I gotta say Holsteins are probably the only animal that was up there with the dodo bird. Oh, they're so dumb. They're so <laughs> fucking dumb. I, it it oh, continually amazes me how dumb they yeah. are. Yeah. Like, how are they even still surviving? I, you know? I know. And this is, it's too bad that Gilbert Gottfried died because I, I'm, I'm 100% honest when, if I, if I make enough money, I will buy some gnarly fucking, uh, grazing permit, you know, where you have a lot of predators, but a lot of like belly deep grass, you know, either whether it's Montana or, you know, somewhere in that Yellowstone region, or if it's, uh, you know, like, I don't know, I don't care how much it costs. If I got enough money, I, I'm just going to turn out like two or three loads of Holsteins and just watch it happen. Just see. Yeah, run them like just run one, them like one load angus. at a time <laughs> yeah just just run them like they're angus you know turn yeah. out bulls when you have to turn out bulls and just see what happens <laughs> to these holsteins i i, I holstein I, is I extinct attributed to <laughs> matt mckinley <laughs> <laughs> and, and i just want to see what happens like do, do they uh they get really mauled by the predators like do, do the you know, does do the bears and the lions take a bunch of them out, or are they so lions, curious? Lions and tigers, yeah. bears. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they, that they, wouldn't they take might long. be just too curious and scare off all the predators. I don't know. That's just it, too. Yeah, do the predators just sit back and scratch their head, and be like, "The fuck." <laughs> yeah, I know. And then and then you get one of those goofy fuckers beller, and then come running straight at you, and they're you know, yeah. you know, and you know that to lions got to be like, "What the right fuck, idiot. dude." Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I don't yeah. know how many times I was working on this feed yard up in Tilly, Alberta, for a while. And we had a like handful of pens of Holsteins. I remember I, I brought this new horse that I bought off the McIntyre Ranch. And he had only ever seen her for cattle his whole life, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was like, it was day one of his day on payroll. And we're, we get into this one pen, and I'm just, doing my thing but not thinking like processing like maybe he's never seen holstein before i didn't think that through and i just get into this one pen that's neighboring a holstein pen and he mm-hmm. he kind of a third the way in there we're just trotting around he kind of like looks over and i see him take a double take and <laughs> like <laughs> we like we were 10 feet over in like a oh, snap yeah. of a finger and he's just <laughs> yeah, like, they just go, like what the what fuck the are those fuck? aliens yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is it's always funny um scared the why, shit out of him <laughs> the first the first reaction to a holstein yeah of course it's always different but it's always it's always it's just varying shades of what the fuck. <laughs> There's always the. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and, and some of them freak out more than the others, but it's yeah. I, I I enjoy watching it. I oh, it's it's funny. Fucking Holsteins. Yeah. Oh, Fucking Holsteins is right. Fucking oh. Holsteins. Yeah, my, my I had an uncle that ran a magpie feedlot for a while outside of Picture Butte. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't like Holsteins. Not no. my thing. I, I'm I'm not a fan, but like I said, they uh, it's a pretty sweet gig I got here, and Holsteins kind of yeah. keep it running. You know, we get our there we get go. plenty of plenty of beef cattle, but yeah, it's it's uh, not bad eating. I'll give them that. Holstein no. cattle are not not bad eating. Yeah. Not at all. They're, they they they'll uh, they'll make a good steak for sure. Yeah, but yeah. they're just so dumb. I mean, so I came in the <laughs> other morning running bunks, and um, 
And typically you don't have to like the way we, especially with the Holsteins because they're limit fed. We're not, we're not pushing them very hard. They're only, <laughs> they're, they're gaining. Um, it's like pound and a half a day, a little over that. Um, not pushing them hard, hard at all. And, uh, and so they, they clean up real easy. And if, if you're, you know, if you're got cattle, Holstein heifers leaving feed, you're, you're way over the top of them. You need to, you need to cut them back. <clears throat> yeah. And so I, but then, then all this weather hit and, uh, and we got a bunch of, bunch of rain and snow. And, uh, and so they they were leaving feed. So I, I, I came in early to, to read bunks and there's this heifer in laying down in the bunk <laughs> and it's uh it's a metal bunk. So, you know, oil field pipeline cut in half and then welded okay. into, in the bunk lines and sure. <laughs> you know you're like 12 in probably yeah 12 inch pipe i guess um so she she's laying in there on her brisket like not not on her side or anything she's she's sitting up watching me read bunks and uh so i get up or get out try to try to you know get her moving she doesn't move at all like i'm kicking her in the face and she's not doing anything i'm pulling on her yeah. tail and then she just bellers and so i was like all right fine whatever i'll uh i'll come back later with the horse and pull you out yeah <laughs> I, I swing back by after they feed and uh because it, it's pretty tough howdy there i'm matt mckinley with the burning daylight podcast you ever wanted to make a podcast well, Spotify's got a platform that makes that lets you make one super easily. And then you can distribute it everywhere and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for for podcasters and here's how it works. Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from the phone or computer. Uh so no matter what uh your setup was like, you can uh start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And uh, if you like my show, Fence Post Politics with my buddy Aaron, that's the place to watch it because it's all video all the time. And we uh, like we share videos, we comment on videos, we share news articles and uh, and funny memes. So um, it's pretty cool. Um and also, if you want to take your conversations to, uh, with your fans to the next level, uh, your question and answer, answer and polls are the best way to get them talking. You can attach that to your, your podcast there, and, and you, get your, you get you know valuable interactions with your, fan, your fans. And uh, <clears throat> with Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. And that's, uh, that, that is true. Um, <laughs> I'm supposed to do a testimonial here. Um, but anyways, this is the, the podcast I use, or the podcast uh, host that I use. I like Spotify. They're, uh, they're very good on just letting you do your thing uh, with, uh, with no catch to it. Uh, there's a good reason why Joe Rogan hosts podcasts on Spotify. And, and this is uh, this is a great way to get started. If you, if you have ever thought about starting a podcast, this is where I would send anybody to go. Um, <coughs> best thing you can do is just download the Spotify for podcasters app, or you can go to Spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. And yeah, if you've ever thought about, just doing a podcast or if you're tired of paying a monthly service that uh, doesn't seem to do much for you, Spotify podcasters is your spot. So uh, go to spotify.com slash podcasters or download the app today. I have to get, get out before like 10, 10 30 in the morning. Cause it's, it's freezing. Like everything thaws out in the afternoon turns into real thick soupy mud and then freezes real hard at night and uh it's, you know how how it goes it's just fucking treacherous on a horse yeah. and uh so i've just i've been following behind the feed trucks as they feed and then like writing down 
cattle I need to go pull. And then coming back in the afternoon when, <laughs> when I don't have to worry about crippling a horse. So they feed this pen, come back, and that heifer is out of the bunk. She's standing, but she's still got her two front feet in, in the bunk for whatever reason. I don't know. But she's just standing there like that, eating out of the bunk. And so I get out, try to shoo her over, and no, she jumps back into the bunk and proceeds to fall down on her side. And it's like, fuck <clears throat> you. I'm I'm leave I don't I don't care. I'm not trying anymore. Fuck you. I'll yeah. come back with I, I mean it this time. I'm coming back with a horse. And then by the time I came back with a horse, she was already out. I don't know what yeah. happened. She I don't she rolled over into the pen or what the fuck. I don't know. But it's like Hey, look, I know you're you're enjoying this show that we're you know, that we're balls deep in here. But I gotta pay some bills around here and this company Bubs Naturals, they are helping me do so. And they also sell a lot of good stuff. So you go to bubsnaturals.com. It's named after Glenn Bub Doherty, uh, who was a he was a special operator, CIA guy. Uh, was one of the one of the guys that was killed in, during the Benghazi raid. Uh, his best friend started up this company, kind of in honor of him. They're both uh, <coughs> very active guys, and they wanted just good, clean supplements, and that's what these are. Uh, I take the the collagen in my coffee, along with MCT oil. It's a powder, kind of very, very slightly sweet, um, like very faint sweet taste to it, but also got a kind of a creamy texture. It's good stuff. They also have coffee now. I haven't tried it yet. Uh, Might have to. And um, looks like maybe they got some uh, some like Gatorade type mix, but uh, it's all it's all good, clean stuff. Uh, Apple cider vinegar gummies, which are awesome. Apple cider vinegar is great for you. Uh, collagen supposed to uh, what? What do they say on this? Let's let's take a look. Um, it fuels the body while replenishing with replenishing amino acids that turn back the clock on an aging. Um, and it's uh, it's supposed to be good for your skin and your joints and uh, your hair, your nails, all all the good stuff. Um, it's. Yeah, just a scoop in your coffee. It's flavorless. Don't taste it at all. And uh, and it's just uh, it's good for inflammation and all sorts of good stuff. Um, all in all, these guys pay me pretty well when you guys buy stuff. So please do, and I, I highly recommend their products. Uh, I Like I said, I, I take them every day. Got this stuff on order. Um, got this stuff on order. And uh, and the gummies I've got coming every, every couple of weeks. Uh, help me kind of stay halfway young. I know my hair doesn't look it, but I'm I'm not that old yet. So and I want to be able to to wrestle around with my kids and beat them for a long time yet. So um like I want to dominate them so they know that I'm I'm the alpha. And uh so I'm doing all all I can to <coughs> to kind of help <coughs> stay one step ahead of those little fuckers and Bubs Naturals uh does it for me. <coughs> helps helps get me there. So Anyways, go to bubsnaturals.com, use the promo code BURNINDAYLIGHT, that's all one word. Uh, you'll get 20% off uh, your order, and I will get a commission on that. So uh, thanks to Bubs Naturals. Go check out their stuff. I think you'll like it, and uh, I know I do. So uh, bubsnaturals.com, promo code BURNINDAYLIGHT for 20%. Now we can go ahead get back in to the show. The dumbest... There's ever a dull moment with them. No. No, they'll make things way harder than they need to. Uh, like, if you don't chain your gate back and there's just, like, a little crack, they'll go in that crack every time, it seems like. You know, they're 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 bred to go into a milking parlor. So they, Absolutely. They find they're like, they're they... like the goats of the bovine world. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're cows, but but well, not really. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah, they're, they're like, like Dalmatian cows. Yeah, they're they're kind of like a dog. A goat's a good 
that's a good comparison. They are because go- goats are goat. dumb. Yeah, yeah. And, and also I, they're very I, playful, like a like a goat too. Like they like goat. They're basically the goats of the bullvine world. Yeah, yeah, I think I think you're right there. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I just thought of that too. Actually, they're they're dumb. Yeah, well, maybe we'll um, mm-hmm. make make that a shirt. Just have a whole scene count of the goats. I think those would sell out. Probably would. <laughs> Probably would. Millionaires. <laughs> um, trademark, trademark, trademark. I think that's how that works. Yeah, exactly. Copyright. Yeah, copyright, copyright. No. <laughs> oh shit. Um. I uh, are you are you still doing a lot of long range shooting? Getting into it a little more and more. Um. Yeah. I'm. So I inherited all my uncle's old reloading gear. So I'm gonna start doing a lot of my own uh, load development. And nice. I'm shooting 300 PRC. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's a fun round to shoot. Um, you can you can stretch it out pretty far. My goal is to group at two miles um, with this rifle. I'm shooting a Bergera B14 HMR, um, chamber in 300 PRC. It's it's fun. Yeah, it's challenging. It's not cheap though. Like it's it's I definitely not. It's definitely a rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> what's uh yeah. what's the farthest you've uh you've put a group out? Um fifteen hundred meters so nice. far, like any kind of respectful. So I'm looking to double that. Yeah. Yeah. Well that's I mean, the problem that's is little, it's a long ways I'll out. There, need, yeah, with the glass I have, like right now I've accumulated I got 127 MOA on my rifle uh total and so I will need a prism for shooting out to three miles, which basically kind of like reflects and almost multiplies um, your glass. It's it's Night Force mm-hmm. makes one. Just you mount it in front of your scope, and it almost magnifies a little more. Yeah, huh. and because uh, it's just it is a thirty caliber round, right? So sure they're long, you know, a ballistic tip with a bow tail um, bullet, but it's you you can only pack 225 230 grain into the the 300 prc um before you're kind of maxed out so mm. um you know I, I, then then you can get up into the 338s 416s and stuff like that and then be comfortable you know you can you can kind of plank it mile and a half two miles but it's it's still stretching out there so it's yeah. a lot of fun it's it's challenging um especially doing my own load development now i've been learning from a lot of buddies of mine now that i'm like it's just another thing that you can just because it is very important to be precise right um Mm. you know you don't want to be blowing out primers and blowing shit up so it's just another thing where you just you have to put every other worry aside you just you sit down focus on the task at hand and um just something you can do in the evenings to to kind of calm your mind and hopefully save a little mm. bit of money with uh well, and you know as opposed to buying factory also, ammunition. Yeah, we also realize why the the good ammunition costs way more too. It's yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, match uh, grade ammunition is not cheap. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's uh, it sure is a lot of fun. Yeah, and there's a lot of great people involved in the the shooting world too. So it's it's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, how uh, how is all the gun shit going up in Canada? I've heard uh, iffy right now. Yeah, didn't they? Yeah. What was the last one like to to outlaw handguns essentially? Yeah, they banned the sale and resale. Um, of handguns like you you cannot buy a pistol in canada anymore it's as far as sock boy is concerned for as long as he's in house um it's uh it it baffles me to be honest it's ridiculous and now they're trying with this this new this other bill they're trying to sneak under the radar to try and outlaw like ban and basically make semi-automatic weapons uh prohibited like yeah. totally 
direct semi-autos, which restricts like, you know, your fowl hunters, your duck hunters, like, you know, yep. target shooters. Like it's, it's nuts why mm-hmm. they're trying to disarm their population. Right. And so it, it's raised a lot of flags and a lot of people have lost a lot, a lot of confidence in the liberal agenda. Well, that's good. Um, yeah. Yeah. Gun sales have been through the roof. I'll tell you that. That's that's good. I'm I'm glad to hear that. Uh, and and I'm, I'm like a, I always picture from what I understand, like Western Canada is just like Western Western you know U.S. Like where yeah, all, all those East Coast and you know like the coasties, like they they set all the policy and that they're all the crazy fucking liberals and, and then there's just like a yeah. lot of people in the middle are just like fuck off dude yeah we just want to be left alone go to hell yeah 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 it's uh well it sound of course you know the media on all the way around like they just have to sensationalize everything and so like they made it yeah. sound like you know it was like not far away from you know the mounties going door to door to to round up guns which i guess i mean the first that would be down, the day man that would be the fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, it, it's, it, it's, it's one of those things where like, you're like, yeah, that'll never happen. But like the more and more they, you, you pass bills like that. They're like, that's what has to happen if they want to you disarm know, people. And it's, it's never going to happen. Um, no, because <clears throat> it's never going to happen. Um, because first of all, most of your boys in the army, most of your boys in the military, where did they grow up? They grew up in yep. small town Alberta or Saskatchewan or Manitoba or wherever in Canada. They grew up in a small town. <clears throat> or they Most grew, these guys up, in grew the, up in the inner city and they, they got yeah. in trouble early on. And they know yeah. import, just how important guns are. Exactly. And uh, stay strapped or get clapped. And mm-hmm. exactly. They, most of these guys, they grew up knowing the importance of, of firearms and Especially back when we talked about uh, our last interview with this border crossing thing, a lot of yeah. them guys were were not against what we were doing. They were yeah. like, "We're actually like, we we agree with you, the stand you guys are taking. Uh, this is just our job." But mm. when it, if it came down to something that extreme, I guarantee you, most of the military would would refuse to go door to door collecting. These guys are not commies. And yeah. uh, I know as much as Justin Trudeau thinks that, uh, you know, he can control every if and but what happens in Canada, but it's not going to be long before he realizes that he doesn't have as much power as he thinks he has. Um, yeah. People are, people are starting to get really pissed off. And it's, I think it's only going to last so long. See, this is where I, I come. I come from, uh, you know, the point of American privilege where like, I know in the long run, like we might get a nine 11 here and there, but, uh, there ain't, there ain't anybody fucking invading us. <laughs> I guarantee you that. Between Man, there's areas, a rifle behind every blade of grass in America. Yeah. And, and before you ever, ever even think about getting to those blades of grass, you got to get past the Navy and then you got to get past our air defense system. You got to get past our air force all of which are the best in the world by a long shot. I ain't worried about that. It's, uh, but I, I think the more and more the world goes to war and, uh, and the more and more like, like we're pretty good at toppling governments. Like, why don't we topple Trudeau? You know, like you guys can have us like, we'll I'll gladly be a part of the state. I spend enough time in the States as it is. I see. That's what I'm saying is like, can I just I like you know honorary you know? <laughs> I I uh I don't think we could have much of an insurgency if we went to war with uh, Canada and Mexico and just like took over the governments or and and by government you like we take kick out Trudeau and then kill all the cartels. Yeah, I don't think that would Mexican be a, that, would, that would actually be interesting to watch. I the cartels. Yeah, I'm I'm old enough now that I, yeah I'm I'm not gonna have to go worry about going fighting that shit. So I it is yeah. it would be interesting to watch. I I think 
I think we could take them out really quickly. Like really, it's like really quickly. Than your dad. My dad can kick your dad, Josh. <laughs> right. <laughs> I uh man. I I think I think we could we could wipe out most of the, the cartel within like a couple days, you know, if they if they really wanted to. I, I think uh, I it, yeah, it it takes some time, but yeah. That, that, the thing about those cartel guys is they're not really all that concerned about like keeping a low profile, you know, like they kind of, it's a machismo culture. So like they kind of want to be out in the open. They let people know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yes and no. I mean that, but that's, that's part of it is, is cause those are the only ones that you see. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know uh, that there, that there part, is a lot more that that stay under the radar. See that that's I guess the better question is like who does the CIA fund? The Mexican government? Oh man, or, we are not the... getting down the rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> but who who would you fund? Yeah. What would you would oh, you be better off funding dude. the cartel? No, no, or, the, the, or funding the better the question government? is who is funding the CIA? That's oh the that too. Question. That's that, yeah. and see that's that will that's what will get you killed. So we'll, yeah. we'll we'll just stay with uh, yeah. We're not we're, going down this rabbit hole. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to be Epstein. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, Matt McKinley no, it, committed suicide. <laughs> yeah, I just like man. Rather than throwing a bunch all this money at Ukraine, like I understand they, you know, it kind of sucks Fuck. for Ukraine. The, the biggest but, money laundering in the face of the world stage. I know ever of the and, world. And, and you know, just be clear, like the your average Ukrainian, you know, citizen is getting butt fucked every which way. Like they 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 they've got like I really feel bad for them. But also if we're gonna if we're gonna go to war, why don't we do it somewhere here close to home where it really makes sense? Like like let's Yeah, let's, do it for put, real. <laughs> like, like so let's put let's put people like like your regular normal Canadians in charge of Canada and like maybe i don't i mean i don't know Every what you do with mexico absolutely yeah i don't know what you do with mexico but let, we could figure something out you know mm-hmm. um and, and like yeah let let ukraine and europe do with their own bullshit fuck them yeah yeah it's what a time to be alive huh it's wild like it's fascinating to watch but also like you don't want to you almost don't want to pay too much attention because then you're just like fucking paranoid about like what is going to well, happen next. It. Yeah. It's like, it's a fine line, like a razor thin ice of just, yeah. you know, over overthinking, which I'm bad for as it is. Yeah. And you know, I, I don't know. It's the whole world is, is crazy right now. Yeah. I, I just one thing is for sure, like as crazy as Canada is right now, as crazy as Mexico and crazy as like the United States is, like we're pretty we're pretty lucky. Like we got we got oceans between between us and, and anybody else, and that's that's a yeah. that's kind of a good thing. Well and w- yes and no, I mean can't like you got the US Alaska is not yeah I mean I think it's only like 48 kilometers from Russia. Something like that. Which, yeah. Which is like what? 30 miles. Something like that. But also like, it's really hard to do anything up in that part of the world. Um, and we saw how we're, we're seeing in, in real time, how well Russia's doing against Ukraine with, uh, with, well, with our weapons, but, I'm not that worried about Russia. Shall I tell you the truth? Not not that worried. My um, my opinion, man, is just bring it on. Like cut the bullshit. Let's just let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not people are sick of living on their toes and walking on eggshells. Like get yeah. it done. Let's just Well, move and on. the thing is, it's like it's not it's not regular people like me and you that are like that's who's gonna do the fighting, but regular people yeah. are just like man what what i don't care i don't care about you know 
this this asshole in Russia picking on this fucking Nazi sympathizer asshole in Ukraine. I don't care about either one of them. Why why the fuck is my money going over to to the to that? Why? Investments. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. But like what I, I'm fine with my money like going somewhere for a purpose. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. take care no, of the it's... fucking border. <laughs> yeah. Get get Canada's, you know, house in order. Like tell go it's, grab that little ROI. that little fucker and just smack him across the face and like, hey, yeah, you're supposed to be a fucking democracy here. Pistol whip that some bitch. Um yeah. No, it's it's all about ROI into the the big dog's pockets. Yep. That's that's all it is. <laughs> well, like I said, um I'm buying uh Lockheed Martin, I'm buying Raytheon, and I'm buying uh north of Grumman. They're gonna make a lot of money over the next uh decade probably. <laughs> a lot of fucking money. And if uh yeah, if the if the the fucking assholes on at the top are gonna make money, I'm just gonna see where they're invested in because that's where I'm gonna invest. There you go. Fuck them. Yeah. Fuck yeah, them. I actually that's that's a good plan. I'm gonna have to I'll I'll text you after about this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well uh but do it on signal that way it's it's a little less traceable yeah right oh yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's wild how uh the, these uh it's crazy particularly after world war ii how they they just everybody wanted to spy on everybody <laughs> and mm-hmm. and now like there there's like all of our technology was essentially developed by spies <laughs> like all the coolest shit media, we, man. <laughs> yeah. All of our coolest shit was designed to potentially be able to see somebody naked without them seeing us. You know? Like yeah, it was, was all it was all spy shit. Yeah, all invented by dudes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the, the only uh the only lady spies that we hear about were whores. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah but a man doing the same thing he's a master key not a whore yeah exactly <laughs> you know <laughs> he's 007 motherfucker right you're just yeah. a whore <laughs> um yeah. yeah yeah what that a uh <laughs> except for maybe maybe for uh jizz lane she she uh she might have been the only true OG yeah. woman spy yeah probably yeah i'm pedophile um, i mean i mean spy yeah right yeah 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 she's not dead right she, she hasn't uh, killed herself i don't yet. know not yet she knows some shit <laughs> like it's all been deleted yeah you know if uh that's the thing if they uh if they killed her if they killed Epstein and they're keeping her alive after after you know she's been convicted, yeah, I mean she knows some shit and uh, she knows some stuff. <laughs> she she must have a kill switch, I think she's got a kill switch. Yeah. What a world! Are you going for another beer? Yes, sir. You need one? Yeah, okay. uh, yeah. I'm gonna rip up and grab one another one too. Nice. Nice. Well, we'll uh, we'll call that for the main episode, and uh, we'll come back for a little bonus for Patreon. So I'm gonna go take a look. Samson Moss, Samson with a P on Instagram. Prairie Wind Hatworks makes some excellent stuff, uh, as you can see there in the background. But go check him out. And um, what? Where else do they find you on on social media? Uh, so I'm on Facebook, Prairie Wind Hatworks. And then on Instagram, Samson with a P, there's a bunch of underscores in there. But I've also okay. got a website up and rocking now, uh, prairiewindhowworks.com. Uh, my good buddy, El Mule, shout out. Uh, he designed the website for me. He's the one that made that really cool video for me uh, about a year and a half ago. Uh, kind of yeah. just showing the ins and outs of the hat shop with the music going in the background. I wrote a little poem for it, too. Um, so same guy. And uh, yeah, so I got a website up and rocking now, and um, email too is just uh, prairiewindhatworks at yahoo.com. Awesome. Well, go check out his stuff. I'm going to go take a leak, and we'll come back and uh, 
and we'll do a little bonus episode for the or bonus segment for the Patreon folks. So, uh, Samson with the P, Prairie Wind Hat Works. Appreciate the shit out of you, man. And um, thank you guys. Ass. We're burning daylight. We're burning daylight. Boom. Should have seen it in your eyes I could never read your eyes So lost in love was I They'd always take me by surprise You were dreaming all the South land Are your love It's just like the weather, baby Only heaven really knows Just like springtime in Alberta Warm sunny days in the skies of blue Then without a warning Another winter storm comes raining and the mercury's falling I'm left all alone Springtime in Alberta Chills me to the bone See the storm clouds coming Lord, they're dark across the sky The same look that I've seen so many times When I've looked into your eyes So I'll turn up my old collar Pull my hat with down down to near zero Just like springtime in Alberta Warm sunny days endless skies are blue And without a warning Another winter storm comes raging through And the mercury's fall Thank you.